everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Blair. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 123. That's right, 123. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. And where are the rest of my hosts? I'm here. Yeah, but you didn't introduce yourselves. Well, I can't hear Ari at all. Oh, Jesus Christ on a cracker. Damn it, Ari! Ari, are you there? Ari, are you there, sir? Jesus Christ. Mako, you can hear me, right? I can hear you. Okay, now where where the hell is Ari? We can't hear you, buddy. We can't hear you. We cannot hear you good, sir. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you now. Everything, everything sounded like it was working properly. I don't know, dude. I don't know. But as long as you can hear me just fine, we can rock and roll. Yeah, I, I'm blaming Skype for this one. Okay, we always blame Skype for it. And according to Anton Mark, we're supposed to poke you with a stick. Yeah, see how that works. <laughs> All right. We went 122 episodes clean. Well, about 120-something episodes clean before our fuck-up. Episode 100 doesn't count because that was the first time going live and shit, oh, shit always goes bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've fucked up plenty of times since then, so don't even start. Shh. Yeah. Let's try this again. Take two. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 123. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. Well, it's a pleasure to hear from y'all again for another week of podcasting and shenanigans. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Well, somebody's in a bitchy mood tonight. I'm trying to get my hookah to light. I, I thought you were going to say, I'm trying to get my drink on. <laughs> well, that well, too. That too, but the shit I have right now is definitely not um, a sipping rum. It's definitely a shot rum, and it's I don't have a lot of it, so I don't want to try and get wasted off of it. A sipping rum? You mean a chugging rum? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, so you mean to tell me you're sitting there in your chair, holding your your brandy glass with the rum, and you're just going, 
I do say it's a fine rum. Actually, it's one of those old uh, Welch's jelly glasses that has the characters on it. So I'm actually drinking out of a glass that has uh, Tom and Jerry on it. Wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any shot glasses available, so. I'm surprised you didn't steal one from me. No, I have them. I just don't know where they are. And I can't get this damn charcoal to light. It's pissing me off now. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. We are live tonight, week of July 23rd, 2013. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com where you can listen in and join the chat. If you have a chat client such as Merck, XChat, or Chatzilla, just go to irc.gamesurge.net and the chat room is VOG. If you also go to AnimeJamSession.com and click on Forums, there is a link there where you click on it, whatever your default chat client is, it'll take care of everything for you. <laughs> so, I could tell everybody has an interesting weekend day, so Ari, how was your week and how was your day? I had a pretty busy week last week. Wait, you okay but, over there, Mako? Yeah, who is, whoever is heavy breathing, please stop it. We're not running a sex line here. Shush. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. Your weekend day, sir. Yeah, it was pretty busy for me last week. Um, Wednesday and Thursday, I was at Top Deck Games again in Westmont, but for two totally different reasons. Wednesday, it was the first time I ever played D&D in any wait, capacity. Wait, 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 stop, stop. Your first, your first time playing D and D. Yeah. Welcome to your cherry bean popped, good sir. Well, see, the thing is, like they, they had this a uh, couple guys had like a D and D campaign that they were running with the store's permit help slash permission. Yeah. But uh, as a you know, as the weeks kept going on, more and more people kept coming in, and a bunch of them were a. Uh, noobs as well and i and there was a joke floating around about D&D groups how they always start out acting like lord of the rings but they devolve into monty python after a while mm. but uh they never got past the whole like lord of the rings phase they're always in the monty python level of a uh, fuck uppery and uh I, my character was was introduced all of two minutes before someone gave me the fucking what is your name what it's got a quest routine, which mm. immediately got everyone laughing. My, uh, my, I, I couldn't roll a hit to save my life, but before that, in the like, character creation, I was getting all sorts of insane rolls for my, for my stats. You know, 17s and 18s and all that good shit. And this, keep in mind, I rolled with a four d6s, but yeah. you uh, emit the emit the the lowest number there. And, uh, so I might go back again tomorrow night. Well, Thursday night, they were playing the EDH format for, a uh, Magic, which was, a, uh, you know, all you gotta do is buy a booster pack to join, and there it is. But there was only, there was only usually a small amount of people, usually, like, eight or nine or so. There was eight of us there, you know, two pods of four, and I got them just because I saw the Modern Masters boosters, which are 
you know, not as, not printed as much and a hell of a lot more expensive. It's like $12 plus tax for a booster compared to like 4 or 5 depending on what you buy. Okay. But yet, here's what happened. Like, I was playing my normal, like, like red and white, you know, two-color deck. You know, nothing, no, like, major combo, oh, no oh, infinite. So, oh, so you was running a pink deck. Yeah. Okay. And, it, and the uh, irony of my of me running deck protectors with the pink sleeves on was lost on a couple people, and they had to have it explained to them. Huh, there was only two. There was only two rounds though, and the top two players in each, the winner and the last guy, and the last guy standing after that moved on to the second round. But here's what happened: like it's down to me and uh, another guy. Yeah. And he's like running up his life total, like, like ridiculously high, and he's got me. He's got me down because, like, one more turn and I'm dead. He, like, gets me down to six life. Keep in mind, you start at 40 in EDH. And right before right before he ends his turn, he goes, I quit. I'm like, wait, what? And he explains that, you know, because you have to buy a booster to get in, and he just bought a normal uh, Dragon's Maze booster. It was only, like, four or five bucks. He said, fuck it, man, you... Spent twelve dollars on a booster. You can, you can have this one because we're both going to the next round anyway. So I'm like, oh, okay. So we go to the next round after that, and I end up winning that one for the night. So that night, yeah, I had beaten everyone else, and I got an enterprise was another booster for whatever booster you bought. So I ended up getting three modern masters boosters for the price of one, and I ended up getting some good pulls as well. So, that sounds pretty good. Also, the, on Saturday I was up at Mako's for the cook, for the cookout, but uh, I'll let her elaborate on that. Okay. Oh, am I supposed to be elaborating now? I suppose well, so. If he's I think it was that was a segue into how was your how was your day, but sorry, I, I finally got my hookum working. So. The whole Dennis Leary spiel's going through my head now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, my week, basically, uh, I've been working my ass off. Yeah, um, taking care of the dog since mom was away for the week. Um, and then I had my barbecue, which, uh, I don't know, um, everybody seemed to have issues, so it was basically, um, Ari and, uh, DJ AJ, and that was it. <laughs> issues? For a second, I'm thinking drama? Oh, fuck. No, there, well, there was somewhat drama. Um, one of my friends who was supposed to come found out that, uh, the oral surgery that she had, um, almost a month ago. Yeah became infected so she was Ooh. unable to come and she's now um she was off of solid food she was only able to uh, do liquid she was on a liquid diet for a month and now that's got to extend for another two weeks and she's like i don't weigh enough to be able to extend it another two weeks Lawsuit. yeah so uh she's not happy can't say i don't blame her yeah, that's Deanne. So, uh, yeah, um, one of my other friends is hanging out with her boyfriend. Um, didn't even bring him. So, uh, 
yeah, that was fun. And then one of my other friends moved away, so that didn't work out. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, other than that, my hours are cut at work, so that's always fun. What do you cut down to? Um, let's see. This week, uh, down to like 31. And then next week, I'm down to like uh, 28. Well, that's not so bad. They might go back up. It It is so bad when um, I find out that my mother and all of them that went to the Dominican Republic are going to be trying to uh, go back next year and really want me to go. So, yeah, I don't make enough to be able to really do much of anything. Well, you can always do what a friend of mine did when he saved up money to go to Japan. Oh. You won't, you won't do it, though, but this was a sacrifice, and I salute him for it. He what? Ate, he ate nothing but peanut butter for a year. Ooh. Yeah, I got well. turned off the ramen after eating it for a month in college. I don't know what... I never want to look at anything peanut butter again in my life. That was my know. case. See, I ain't gonna front. As long as I have cold cuts and ramen, I can live off that for a year. Oh, my issue isn't the fact that I might not be able to eat. It's the fact that I don't make enough money at this job. So if they cut my hours anything less than 40... I probably won't even have money for my bills, let alone to put away for vacation. And if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, HockeyCom asks, how much weight did he lose? Well, my friend has a high metabolism, so you really couldn't tell. Yeah, the sacrifices I would have to make if I'm doing 40 hours a week is um, no more conventions, uh, no commission that I've already started planning. Right. Um, and basically become a hermit and live off of my mother. Well, you already are a hermit, so you got one of it down. Yeah, well, I mean hermit, hermit. I, I mean not even visiting the friends that I have locally. I know. But, um... Marco, I, I, I have an interesting question for you. Oh, what's that interesting question? I heard there was a drunken viewing of Equestria Girls. Yeah, I got Ari to watch Equestria Girls. Oh, do tell! I was drunk. He was drunk. I'm sorry, sir, that's not a valid answer. Well, considering I had AJ there. Yeah. And, uh... Basically, it was said that if I got her drunk enough, she would watch Equestria Girls. So I got her drunk enough, and we watched Equestria Girls. We also played Battle Shots. All yeah, right. we also played Battle Shots. All right, explain. And I won. Explain Battle Shots, please. Battleship, only the ships are shot glasses, and when you hit, you take a drink. Ah. And when you're, you take a hit, you take a drink. Yeah, I won both my games. <laughs> I lost both of mine. I'm like, yeah, good luck finding my last ship. A2. Son of a bitch! <laughs> well, it's not like you're playing battle shits. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, speaking of which, we also watch AMV Hell divided by zero, among <laughs> other AMV Hells. Yeah, I, th I think we got through most of them. I don't think oh. we watched all of four, and I don't think we watched regular zero. But I think we watched all of the other AMV Hells. Well, it's funny because at one point DJ AJ was going to get the, some of that uh, vodka chocolate fondue. And, uh, well, let's just say that the clip that aired was set to the song Chocolate Rain in Divided by Zero. Well, if we go to the chat room, Act Def goes, ooh, EQ, the question goes drunken viewing. Well, I'm not confirming yet, but in the future, there may be a joint podcasting riff tracking of equestria girls Please. i want in i want to rip that so badly no, not for nothing it was not horrible the side of the the main characters as humans was a little unnerving thank god i was drunk and like i said the, the the sad yet interesting part is so many genjinka cosplays of of the main six are floating around. I expect to see Equestria Girls cosplay at Otacon. Remember, it's not Genjinka, it's Equestria Girls, because that's what they look like. Yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't seen any of uh, AMB Hell, like Zero or Divided by Zero, here's a word of warning. When you hear the song Chocolate Rain, some weird shit's about to pop off. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, God, I, I just realized I made that pun. Uh -huh. You're very punny. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, um, that's basically it. Uh, oh, and we all had something to cook. Yeah, lots and lots of bacon. Ah. <laughs> I made the bacon explosion. Nice. A little pizza, a little pepperoni pizza egg rolls. They were, they were a hit, except that one person didn't need them because they don't need a... Ranma, really? <laughs> really, Ranma? <laughs> I mean, really? You're, you're talking about it. You expect me not to? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Love you too. Asshole. <laughs> oh, and Ray and Ray G made Ari Rockefeller flip all the tables. If you're playing home version, take a shot. <laughs> I don't want to. This stuff is nasty. I'll take it on your behalf. No, because I don't have a lot of it. <laughs> And if we go to the chat room, Scarlet goes, I'm placing bets when the new Sarah Miu cosplays are going to happen. Would not surprise me if I see them at Otacon. Because you know how people are. As soon as a new image, character image pops out, people will cosplay it. And then you find out a week or two later, oh, here are the official colors and design. Half the Naruto fandom collectively shits a brick and goes, damn it, and starts again. Yep. Player 2 version. <laughs> Does not work all the time. Alright, so any so anywho for me, um I went out, ordered the mixer, set it up, and it's working fine. Except for the fact that it does not work with my inline microphone on my headset. So I am using the shotgun microphone that I bought for the camcorder. 
And so far, it's working pretty well. And I and I adjusted the audio quality because I, I switched out the adapters. Um, let's see what else is going on. Three more weeks, and I will have my associates in networking technology. And I think that night I will probably be drunk off my ass. Yeah. That would be great if you got drunk off your ass. That's <laughs> yeah. how, how else would you celebrate? You know. I'm actually thinking. I'm actually thinking about putting together um, an event page of everybody come to the come down to uh, to the Patriot and just join in the celebration. Yeah, but then I'd have no way of getting home. But oh, oh well, we'll think of something. Well, yeah, we definitely will figure something out. Um, this this past weekend, I just kind of chilled and relaxed, hung out with some friends, just kind of refresh myself, kind of get back on track. So things are good with that. Um, let's see what else is going on. That's just about it. Just, just winding down and scrambling for Otakon. Yeah. I, I, I got my Verizon gift card for renewing my uh, two-year subscription to Files, so now I can go out and buy a new um, suitcase. Funny thing is, I woke up late this morning. I'm like halfway up the street. halfway. I'm like three blocks up. I'm like, I left the gift card on the table. Fuck. Dumasa. Fucking bullshit. Yes, yes, yes. And that's that's basically it. Is I think I had another story, but I I don't. Re- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick story. Then we'll go into our break. So Thursday night, I went. I joined up. There's a social network called Vampire Freaks. It's like a goth equivalent of Facebook meets my uh, Facebook meets MySpace, whatever. It was a um, dance night, gaming, and stuff like that. And of course, whenever you hear there is a um, geek-based dance party event, something like that, the male to female ratio will always be three to one, four to one. I gave it the benefit of doubt, thinking there's going to be a lot of people there. No, not too many, but it was still a nice, comfortable amount. And I did run into a couple of people that I knew. So, now this is the part that kind of irritated me. I'm talking to a couple of the girls that I met, and you know, and you know what happens when women drink and they're around each other, you know. And if I have to spell it out for you, yeah. When women drink and they're around each other? Yeah, and they're touching each other. Uh. Okay. Makeout happens. All right, that never happens to me, but okay. I don't know what to tell you, but anywho, uh, you know, and this happens at a lot of parties and stuff, and most of the guys are like, yeah, all right, and that's it. So these two guys are like, we're all talking, and they found out, they realize that they have missed it. They're begging these three girls to do it again, and I'm like, seriously, guys, come on. But they do it again. But my thing is, if you missed it, be patient. It'll come back around again. I don't know. I don't see any issue with that. But then again, um, going to conventions and seeing two girls dress as uh, a guy couple that you happen to ship. How many times do they get asked to uh, make out? 
See, but that's the thing. You know, at a con, if it's an OTP, that's going to happen. It's it's a given. But I'm saying it at a at, if you're drunk, is party going on, and you're like begging these two girls to kiss each other again, and I'm like, that's a little. That creepy. just sounds desperate. Yes, exactly. Again, I don't see any. I, I don't see any difference, but that's I'm, me. Well. I'm just saying the difference is if it's cosplaying, you're cosplaying an OTP couple, people are going to ask you to do it. Whereas, yeah, and if you're drunk, you're going to ask people to do shit and not even probably remember it. But there's that level of, like, at a con, you're asking nicely, where you're at a party, you're, like, begging for them to do it again, you know? And again, that's the alcohol, but whatever's. <sighs> well, I suppose. I'm just saying just be a little more classy in what you do. I mean, when you're asking for that type of shit. You know, that's what I'm getting at. <coughs> so, it's getting, it's getting a little bit past the hour. So, let's go in. We'll take our first break, play some music, and we will be back. Works for me. Okie dokie. We'll be back. Yeah. 
you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VOGNetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. Well, thank you very much again, Mr. Mario Bueno, for that awesome uh, bumper he did for us. And like I said, check out his album, Arise, available on his website at mariobueno.com or mariobueno.bandcamp.com. Now, before we get into tonight's topics, there's a couple of things I want to cover real quick before we get, we get the ball rolling. Now, one of the things I always talk about is that Anime Jam Session is by the fans, for the fans, more or less. I strongly believe in giving back to the community to the best that we can, letting people know what's going on with local cosplayers and so forth. And it doesn't even have to be local to our area. It could be local to your area. So if anything happens to pop up that I, I feel we should let people know, we'll definitely do it. Now, I'm going to need a little, uh, some nice uh, background music for this because I think this is pretty sweet. Perfect. Okay. Um, local cosplaying friend of mine, um, Byron Spiegel, threw this my way, so I figured I would signal boost this and get the word out. Um, a local cosplayer from Boston goes by the name of Destiny Nicholson. She was recently diagnosed with melanoma, the most dangerous type of skin cancer, so she has any go-go going to help fund her treatment. Her goal is $5,000. She is currently at $4,523. There are 56 days left, so she will definitely make it. So we're asking that you give back. So here's some information here. Now, as I said, she 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 has uh, melanoma, which is a most serious type of skin cancer. Now, here's the thing. She's not covered by health insurance, and I understand what she's going through because I'm not covered. I know a lot of cosplayers that are not covered because we do this is like a hobby for us we don't it's not like a business for some of us so we work off of what we have so as it says here destiny is not covered by health insurance the situation compromises our future in a big way to treat melanoma she'll need to undergo surgery and radiation treatment possibly chemotherapy there's a possibility it may already be in a stage two phase She'll be going through a biopsy to check the depth, and we'll hope for the best. This page, the, uh, the Indiegogo page will be updated to let people know what's going on. But she is a hard worker, so what she's doing, she's selling her prints in her, on her online store to help raise funds. And we all know, if you don't have insurance, medical bills are, astron are astronomical. So right now, she needs five grand. She's at 45.26. So... Don't worry about you know, the perks or whatever. If you want to, you can. But 
we're asking if you head on over to Indiegogo.com slash projects slash destiny dash versus dash cancer and donate a dollar or two to help give back to the community. Um, I will be posting this in the chat room real quick. Yes. And this link will be posted on our Facebook fan page uh, later in the evening. And we will be telling you about the hashtag that helps spread the word of it. Now, as for the other bit of news, longtime cosplaying friend of mine goes by the name of Oshi. He's run into some financial issues, so he needs to pretty much get liquidated rid of, stock. Yeah, it's a complete blowout sale. So, as as I said, cosplay for us is a hobby. So a lot of times we can't make the money back on what we do, or we supplement our hobby with our real job, and we don't get a lot of these fundamental uh, benefits. So if you head on over to oshi.us/store. You'll see he has all of his cosplays up for sale. Prices and accessories. Prices range from twenty to six hundred. If you're a fan of Kingdom Hearts, he has an organization coat for sale. Um, if you're old schooler, I know uh, Doc Sarko would love this. DJ Siren from Beatmania 2DX, he has that. If you're a fan of Blaze Blue, he has a Jubei costumes for sale. And if you're definitely into like Pokemon, his Mewtwo cosplay is up for sale as well. And the wonderful. Um, Albus from Castlevania Order of Ecclesia. I've known him for more than at least 10 years, at least. Probably a little bit longer than that. I know the quality of the work that he does, so the prices he's asking is more than fair. Alright, now that we got now that we got that out the way, let's go ahead and jump into the high roll of what's going on here. Now, I'm gonna, I, I'll start off with this first article because I, I was a little, I was, I was really pissed about this. And this is something that I've been saying for the longest time as to, you know, what the deal is. All right, now, now it would be nice if uh, Word would be so kind enough to open the article already. Come on, you can do it. It's just taking its sweet ass time. Oh yeah, pretty much. Yeah, this article might not load because it's not loading for me either. Oh son of a! Well, you know what? I'm gonna copy paste this shit and see what I can get. <clears throat> you mean to tell me this guy's site is on a server that's getting hit with so many hits that we can't even access it? I mean, really? Well, all right. You know what? We've well, all read it, right? Yeah. Or... All right. The long, long story short of this article is that the things that people are talking about issues in cosplay are like plus, nobody wants to take pictures of plus size cosplayers. No one likes plus size cosplayers because they're doing the cosplay wrong. Nobody wants to deal with black cosplayers or Hispanic cosplayers because we're doing the characters wrong. Oh, bitch, no, bitch, bitch. I just want everybody to know. Er, the host here at Anime Jam Session do not fit the typical cosplay type, okay? Not you, even remotely. You got a black dude and two fat people on this podcast telling you how it is who are ready to pretty much snap you into itty-bitty pieces if you say something wrong. Am I right? I've got Fistos the Forbidden Punch of Legend, and I'm not afraid to use it. 
That works for me. So pretty much what it was is one cosplayer saw somebody else cosplay from the same series, and she was a little she had, she was a little more curvy, and people were taking pictures till somebody decided to make a rude comment to make her cry, saying that she shouldn't be cosplaying it because of her body type. Oh, this guy can just go eat all the dicks. Exactly. I mean, from from pretty much this other cosplayer got stood up for her, screamed back, and pretty much slapped him in front of everybody. Literally. Yeah, she actually cold-clocked him. Good for you. Good for you. I'm just going to say this. Everybody's going to have their own opinions on other people's cosplay. And you are allowed to your own opinion. You are, however, not allowed to be fucking assholes to other people. As Will Wheaton says, don't be a dick. (laughs) That's it. Have your opinion. You want to say something to your friend or something like that. That's one thing. But keep it down. There is absolutely no reason to go up to somebody and say, you're fat, you shouldn't be cosplaying that. Or you're black, you shouldn't be cosplaying that. You have your opinion, that's great. Keep it to yourself. Exactly. When it infringes on people like this and, you know, you know, screws them up, then yeah, it becomes other people's business. Because my thing is, who the hell are you to tell somebody they can't cosplay this character or that character because they don't fit what your type is? And just for the record, most, a lot of these video game, anime, manga, comic book characters, yeah, a lot of them are really thin. And, and they're all, quote unquote, white. But you got to admit, when certain when people of certain ethnicities and body types cosplay them, it does look a lot better. That's my take. Well, if you, like, during that whole article, she was also going on on how she was being, like, commented on. Yep. On how she was wearing that, like, just because she's skinny, she's wearing slutty clothes. Mm-hmm. That's and, slut-shaming. Yeah. And I, I've... <laughs> I have opinions on that. I have very strong opinions on that. And again, they're my own opinions. Mm -hmm. If somebody is canonly cosplaying something and it happens to be sexy, don't give them a hard time. I have an issue, and maybe it's slut-shaming or maybe it's just me having issues with cosplay in general. I have issues with people sexifying costumes that have no need to be sexy. And I'm not talking about switching a male gender cosplay with a female gender like body type. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the people that go out there and for Iron Man wear a fucking bikini. Right. Maybe it's slut shaming, maybe it's just my obsessive pissiness about people fucking up cosplay Mm -hmm. but that's where i have the issue and because there are so many people going out and doing that a lot of people that don't happen to know a costume might think that that's what they're doing because i mean i have all the respect in the world for people that get out there and cosplay as felicia get out there and cosplay as morgan they're purposely sexy cosplay. They're supposed to be. 
But when somebody takes somebody like Dr. Doom and all they're wearing is basically basically a bikini and a cape, I, I have issue with that. Now, here's the thing. If it's a whole bunch of uh, cosplayers doing bikini and trunks uh, as a theme. That's, that's okay. different. Yes. If somebody is doing mm-hmm. theme cosplay, that's different. Yes. Because there's a whole group out there, and you can tell that it's being done as a theme. Yeah. Um, like all the people mm-hmm. doing the, um, the, uh, 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 like the, uh, the, 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 the steampunk versions of the female DC characters. Right, yeah. I've got no issue with that. Neither do I. You're wearing a corset, you're not wearing pants, you're wearing pantaloons, but you're going out there as a group. I've got no fucking issue with that. When you reduce that to a bikini and a hat, and you're just going out there by yourself, that's what I have issues with. And if we go to the chat room, Scarlett agrees, and she's like, I don't think it's slut-shaming. I'm also trying to figure it out when I so. Slut shame, it's a, it's a thin line. You got to be careful as to what you say because if I say something, one person will say you're slut shaming. The other person's like, no, he's not. It's, it's a gray area. And I remember, you know, we did um, Final Fantasy Extreme Beach Volleyball one year. And people thought we didn't know what we were doing with the cosplays. I'm like, no, we're doing a theme. I mean, yeah, I'm walking around as Barrett and Green and green uh, fatigue trunks and a whistle because I'm the damn team coach, you know? Shit. You make a pretty good lifeguard, I think, except for the gun for an arm. Mm, no, I'll probably put a, um, a hook shot in the gun arm and fire it off and pull the person back. That's the theme of Baywatch? Say what? <laughs> Say what now? <laughs> he said set to the theme of Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you insist. Oh, God. Well. What have I done? It's not what you've done. It's what I've done. Nobody wants to see your moves. Sorry. I don't want to see my moves. What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Yeah, I, if, you, if you look in the chat, I found the cash. Thanks to ActDef, I was able to pull up the um, the link. So we pretty much covered it because it's all true. I mean, if you're not that person's vision of the cosplay, people will, will be snarky and run their mouth. This, now, I expect- in, in that article, the one thing that pissed me off yeah. is that when she's standing up for the full-figured girl. Yeah. Somebody who was also full-figured started bitching with her mm-hmm. about how she's just doing that to get attention and that she doesn't know and blah, 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 blah. That really pissed me off. Okay, because I'll say that's a bit of a thin line right there because some people, some girls do do it for the attention. Some do not. No, I'm saying she was standing up for that other oh, girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, and well, bitching at that guy just to get attention. Oh, please. She was white knighting. 
Yes. Oh, please. Let it be me or somebody else, anybody in the cosplay field that I run with. They would have done the same thing. They would have stuck up for her, too. So what the fuck? I think what they need to do is the people that start doing this shit, they need to be ejected. Bullying is bullying. Mm -hmm. Whether it's at a convention that you pay for or at school or online or whatever the fuck it is. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not not for bullying. If If you're busting jokes or whatever and someone tells you to chill chill but if you're going to keep at it and it's going to cause a ruckus like this then you should be ejected simple as that there's a difference between busting the, telling jokes and trying to joke with somebody mm-hmm. and purposely trying to upset somebody right there's a big difference yes yeah we know when to back off when we taking shit too far exactly but the thing is, some people just don't know how to, and it's it's just, the fuck, you know. As I keep telling people, cosplay is just like high school. That's all it is, and I'm one of the damn administrators or guidance counselors. Okay. But does that make me the principal? Something along those lines, and you know. Can I be? <laughs> I want to be the principal. Oh God. Yeah, no. But anywho, you know, you know, and I deal with people talking about how plus size cosplayers don't are like they rather skip over. Whenever I hear shit like that, first thing I do, I pull up my I pull up my tablet if I have internet connection, pull up my Picasso page, and um, and I show off Saya from Starni, her Uranus. That shuts everybody up. <laughs> Please. Anyway, let Marco. You want to take this next one? I think we're full. Ah, uh, do I have to? Yes, we're I so. Someone, like trying to say, you're you're too fat. You shouldn't be cosplaying. We're all full of we're all full of piss, vinegar, and rage tonight, boys and girls. Now and me, you guys have to come and bail my ass out. I didn't really like this, so I'm not going to actually read it. I'm going to just. Uh, summarize what happened because I don't like her opinions in this because wait, they are opinions. Wait, this was a chick that wrote this? Yeah. I, I, I'm shocked. I, I, I really am shocked. Yeah. <clears throat> um, anyway, this is about um, the new <clears throat> the new anime that's out based around a group of male swimmers. Um, basically a lot of male fans are getting really pissed off because it's a female oriented anime. That they don't have to watch. Exactly. Um, basically what it is, is it started out as a commercial and a couple months later it came out as a full fledged anime. And a lot of people really liked the commercial. So we're really, really excited that a full fledged anime was coming out for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is is that a lot of guys uh, basically became very offended by it. Um, basically because they <clears throat> are um, th- they're, at least this group think that the um, anime is shifting its focus to this particular type. Uh, Fujoshi 
Which is basically just, um, <clears throat> it's basically pretty boys that girls can look at. It's, I guess, the st- a step away from <clears throat> a step away from Yowie. Mm-hmm. What about gravitation? Yeah. <laughs> um, Incredibly pretty boys as the main characters. Oh, hi, yeah. Gundam Wing. Yeah. <laughs> How well should you get girls to play with mechas? <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, um, so basically that's what it is, and a lot of people are complaining that anime is starting to basically move on to this whole <clears throat> four girls with um, sexy guys and they're half clothed and stuff like that. And she does make a very good point um, that while they're saying that this is the death of anime and women ruin everything and blah, 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 um, their main complaints um, of some people are saying that the swimmers' bodies are unrealistic because, of course, in anime, human bodies are totally realistic. And it, she's got a little gif there of a chick with boobs that are so freaking huge, they would probably cause her to fall over onto her chest forever. I think that's and from... that they're wiggling um, to and fro, like up and down. Independently of one another. Independently of one another I think while from... she's standing there. I think that's from Colors. And as for the unrealistic <clears throat> bodies of swimmers... Evidently, she didn't watch the Olympics as well as you did. Yeah. I mean, well, that's these guys. Guys not watching the Olympics. She's not saying that they're unrealistic. She's staying, stating, stating what guys are saying about it. <clears throat> but there are a couple of things in here that she definitely got wrong or becomes very much uh, overly feminist about. Um but the whole thing is is that it's for women and there aren't that many anime out there for women yeah, and it's, that aren't considered uh, straight yaoi up yaoi or, um, or magical at girl least, at least have has that sexual kind of connotation mm-hmm. this is something for women that doesn't have really that much to do with sex right it's just a sports Fan service anime. Mm-hmm. it is it's a sports anime it just happens to be a sports anime where guys aren't wearing that much so yeah i mean if you would have watched the olympics you would have seen the swimmers in um skin tight trunks and they're all uberly skinny like and maybe two three percent body fat yeah, because if they have too much body fat, it's going to weigh them down. They're going to they're going to swim slower. The other thing is um, <clears throat> that if you look at men's diving, they're wearing less than the swimmers are. They're usually wearing grape smugglers. <laughs> huh. well, you you have to, and leaving, leaving absolutely nothing to the imagination. The swimmers aren't leaving much to the imagination either. But with some of the swimmers' outfits and some of the divers' outfits, you can tell their religion in some cases. <laughs> wow. I'm suddenly picturing Tim Curry from The Three Musketeers. Thank you very much, Mako-chan. You're welcome. Um, But yeah, I mean, and so a lot of people are kind of upset about that. And from what I'm seeing is 
like she doesn't mention if this is American men being upset about this or if this is Japanese men being upset about this. I think it's more just that straight it's to chauvinism and uh, the, this hardcore sexism. Then it, more than likely it's going to be Americans yeah. because that's, that's how American trolls operate when they really see exactly. a, girl, a woman voicing their opinion about everything. And you can probably set your watch to the make me a sandwich remark. Yeah. I mean, this make me a sandwich is, it could be both sides, but death of anime, women, that's more Japan. No offense. But like, it's, it's like I said before us men, we will take the moe, you women take the emo. Simple as that. But also, if we can have fan service anime, why not women? There is a reason why women go to Chippendales while we go to Sue's. You know what I'm saying? Equal yeah, opportunity there's across the unfortunately board. also a reason why it's a lot harder to find something similar to Chippendales, whereas you can go down a street and find three or four similarities to uh, women's go-go. Mm-hmm. So that means you must have a copy of Magic Mike underneath your bed, huh? Nope. <laughs> she, she has harder stuff than that. Yep. <laughs> and Yeah, and by harder stuff, it's, it's sitting right next to the wild turkey and the corn. <laughs> Still, I mean, I don't feel intimidated or Neither do I. embarrassed by these. I mean, a normal, an average, like, given as big as I am, a, nor- a guy of normal weight and size makes me feel embarrassed. So, like, these fuckers aren't doing anything that I haven't already seen before. <laughs> I mean, and again, and they're the only at least going to tell a decent exactly. story. Is it going to? Like, are these characters going to be interesting? Is it going to be more than, you know, just their looks? I mean, I'm not watching this show because I'm just not interested. That's all it is. Hell, I'm not watching this show <laughs> because I'm just not interested. Exactly. I mean, fucking high school sports. I, I played three sports in high school, and then I have a lot of bad memories from all three of them. I just find it funny that... You go from the guys hating on male swimmers and how they're acting and how they're portrayed. And then you go to a show like uh, Azamangadayo when they're in high school and they're not even competing. They just have a swim session and all the girls are sizing up their boobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many anime the out there? Insecurity. Exactly. How many anime out there have girls touching each other's boobs? Comparing sizes, and nobody bitches about that. Yep. But have a guy who is probably looking very, very good because it's a swimming anime, and his shirt is off, and oh my god. Though to be fair, I'm pretty sure these guys aren't going to be poking each other's bulges. <laughs> I guess it depends on the anime. Mm. <laughs> oh, damn it. Hey, Ari, that was your own damn fault. I have two bad accidental puns to uh, my credit tonight. I'm not doing too good. (laughs) And if you go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Dungeon Buster goes, what's a diver supposed to wear? A bomb suit? (laughs) Ooh, I got a good one. Maybe if they wore those big old-timey diving rigs, 
when they jumped. Oh, that would like that'd be a license to print money right there. I I don't know. I I don't see the, I don't see the credit card uh, swiper up here next to my monitor. <laughs> of course, he would sink to the bottom in a in a heartbeat, but and, and cause a giant splash. So there might be a couple points deducted, but mm. it, it, it it would definitely be a headline grab because. Because who would fucking think to do that? <laughs> Only us, because we're fucked up in the head like that. Okay, Ari, take the next article, because if you don't, Mako's going to steal it from you. Yep. Okay, just give me one second to bring it up. Uh, Funimation. Try it again, good sir. Hello, am I on the internet? One drinking tonight, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Funimation adds multiple dock dot hack anime licenses. Funimation delved into some new license res- rescues at SDCC this week as they announced a pickup of several properties from a franchise with dot hack. Previously released by Bandai Entertainment, the company has picked up the rights to dot hack sign, dot hack roots, dot hack legend of twilight, and dot hack GU trilogy. They've already released Dot Hack Quantum in North America in 2002, which got a DVD. Is that supposed to be blue? That's Blu-ray. Yeah. Blu-ray. But it's a, okay. BD, Blu-ray disc. Oh, oh. It's a DVD, digital versatile disc. Oh. Funimation made no choice as to what kinds of releases we'll get, if they go to combo route with them or not, but it does bring the majority of the franchise into the studio's hands. Interest- interestingly... Dot Hack slash GU Trilogy was not dubbed by Man Entertainment, so it could receive a fresh dub through Funimation. That would be cool. And it's got, and it's got summaries of the various Dot Hack franchises they picked up, uh, subseries they picked up. I caught bits and pieces of Twilight. It was okay. I remember when Dot Hack Sign came on the air for a tsunami. Mm. And that uh, opening theme, which I loved. Well, now, uh, now the funny thing is, what's interesting, everybody is going nuts over Sword Art Online, which is like a similar plot to Dot Hack. To that, I have to say, you know, Sword Art, Sword Art Online is cool and all, but, you know, I liked it better when it was called Dot Hack. Yep. Also, there are characters in, in the Dot Hack universe in the Project Cross Zone, which I'm playing. I have to still grab the demo of that and try it out. It's fun. I, I like the Dot Hack universe because every single one of them is tied into each other. The games are tied into the anime. Even the newer stuff from Dot Hack Roots is tied into Dot Hack Sign and tied into the first game. So seeing all the cameos come in for the later episodes, the later games. It really makes, like, it makes fans basically go apeshit because it's awesome. I may have to keep an eye out on this series. Like I said, I did catch a couple episodes of it. It was pretty cool from what I saw, so. Yeah, I'm excited that they have it because that means that I can hopefully get it for cheap and actually have 
the full series. Come on, this is Funimation here. They're probably pack each one for like forty bucks for Blu-ray, no, fifty bucks for Blu-ray and DVD. You're probably throwing me the Blu-ray discs. I'll split it with you. I got no problem with that. <laughs> Shit, twenty bucks for the full series, and you get you get Blu-ray, and I get the DVDs. I got no problem with that either. Mm-hmm. Look, I'd go half on someone with that, but I don't know anyone who has a Blu-ray player aside from uh, DJ. Well, PlayStation threes are coming down in price, so you can, you know. Hmm. Maybe. I'll wait for the PlayStation 4, thank you. You do that. Alright, now... This next article... I could tell Mako got... She was... I could tell... Steam was blowing up from her house, and I saw the smoke signals here in the Brooklyn studios. Well, I just couldn't tell... You hear tell. that Titanic scream, like... Miles away. No, no, I couldn't tell if this woman was being serious with this or being sarcastic with what she was saying. Or was she just trolling the fuck out of everybody? Exactly. I mean, it starts out with, all right, this is awesome. And she goes on, like, her ex- explanation. But the stuff that she sets to all the pictures that she has on there makes me wonder if she was just, like, completely stoned out of her mind when she yeah. started putting that stuff down. Well, given this is, like, a female-oriented blog, so... Oh God! I'm oh, you can tell. You can, looking at her picture, you can tell she got a chip on her shoulder. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Having this much beauty is a crime. I should be arrested. And that was Minako saying that. Well, people forget the dub of Sailor Moon was supposed to mimic um, what was popular. What uh, what popular movie that came out then? was Clueless. Clueless. Yes. Clueless. As Scarlet goes, do I I smell Tumblr feminists? Something like that. There is a reason why I only post pictures on Tumblr, and that's it. Oh, God. Ray's facial expression in the fifth picture. All right. I'm going to take this one, and Ranma, you can take the next one. How's that? That's fine. But before we continue, uh, Mm -hmm. Anson Mark says, in comparison to what I said about Sword Art Online, he goes, yeah, like Haseo is really is really sore from Hack Sign. He just doesn't know it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all you. Okay, so uh, the title of this article is Sailor Moon Taught Me 20 Things About Being a Woman. And right then and there, I'm like, all right, I, I wonder what is going on. So, um... Basically, she starts out, Sailor Moon originally started out as a manga created by Na- uh, Naoko, I can never Naoko. say her name. Takeuchi? Yes, Naoko Takeuchi. In 1991, but with its rise in popularity, it became a must-see anime series in Japan. Sailor Moon aired from 1992 to 1997, airing 200 episodes about the magical girl defenders reborn to protect a kingdom that spanned the solar systems. Do I have to sing it? And no, I'm not singing that line. I was way into Sailor Moon when I was a kid. I had my own Sailor Moon scepter, posters, and action figures. I just loved a show about a few chicks with magical powers who kicked ass. It wasn't until I got older that I realized how edgy and clever the show actually was. Sailor Moon was sassy, and on top of that, she, uh, on top of that, she incredibly strong. Yeah, that's great. She was incredibly strong and smart. 
This is Sailor Moon, that I, she's incredibly smart. Um, <laughs> tell me, she, she kind of she kind of blazed through the manga real quick. Oh wait, yeah. it wasn't out then. Yeah, yet she would have, um, yet she would have the same kinds of problems as normal teenage girls. She'd stand up for herself, but not feel pretty enough. She was totally boy-obsessed and slightly neurotic, but she wouldn't let those distractions stop her from saving lives. In retrospect, Sailor Moon had plenty to teach me about being an ass-kicking lady. And that made me think, all right, she's being serious with this. And then she goes on to, like, posting 20 different pictures with comments. And most of these pictures are actually from the subversion. So this is a picture of Usagi, mm-hmm. and the subtitle goes, You can't judge how beautiful a girl really is by the way she looks. And then the ne- then her added line is, It's all about inner beauty, right? So I'm thinking, all right, all right. it's, uh, yeah. it's going to be serious. Okay, yeah. And then the next picture, picture pops up, and it's Minako turning around and winking and going, Having this much beauty is a crime. I should be arrested. Okay. And then she goes, Yet you still got to look good. Okay, I, I, I got to give this woman props because it looks like she actually screen capped this shit and had gifts made, okay? Let's let's give her a hand, boys and girls. I can All give right, her I'll a hand with that, good. but how is that you're you're basically saying that she was boy-obsessed and all that, but she was still able to save lives, and yet you have a screen cap of Minako going, having this much beauty is a crime, I should be arrested, and her saying, yet you still got to look good. Um, because being a woman is all about looks, right? Have the wheels snapped off yet? Yeah, and then the next one is Usagi crying, and it's the scene where she goes on to the scale, and she mm-hmm. goes, I've gained weight, I'm fat. And then her line is, sometimes we get a little obsessed with outer beauty. And then the next picture is Usagi from that same episode working out yeah, uh, with her mantra of thin, 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 thin. And, and her cat- thing is sometimes we get too obsessed with outer beauty. And I'm thinking, all right, she's going back to things that are okay. And then this one is from the cruise episode of Ami and Ray. And Ray going, let's flirt with some of these cute, cute, uh, cute crew guys, then have someone take our picture with them. And her thing is, selfies with hot dudes never go out of style. What? Yeah, because that's all it is to being a woman. And, of course, there's that facial expression. Yeah, and then you've got the next one, which is, um, I think this is from her, the, the model episode where Usagi is practicing in a mirror for taking pictures. And her thing is, gotta practice in the mirror if you want your selfies to look good. Does it bother anyone else that I've never taken a selfie before? No. Is that that normal? I'm not sure if it is or not. It's it's very a young teenage girly thing. Okay. I mean, I was kind of worried because the term thing. selfie is a thing, so... Did you say it was a drunk thing? It's a drunk no. thing. Oh, God. Plus, I was worried that, you know, like I said, the term selfie is a thing. I, I hear selfie, my, my mind flips to Final Fantasy. Yeah, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next one is uh, Usagi 
ranting, I don't want to go outside, don't want to, don't want to, don't want to. And her thing is, what even is outside? What exactly does that have anything to do with being a woman? And this is 20 things that are supposed to teach you, like that Sailor Moon taught you how to be a woman. What exactly does her ranting about not wanting to go outside have anything to do with being a woman? An aversion to manual labor or part-time employment? Who knows? The next one is um, uh, Sailor Moon going, she's so cute, and Sailor Mars going, she's evil. And then her quote is, some of us give compliments, some of us throw shade. Okay. Never heard the term throwing shade before. And then the next one, well, that's, yeah. Um, the next one is from the cruise episode, Ray nonstop eating goes nonsense if i can't find a boyfriend i'm going to eat all i want and her thing is the best solutions are usually food so she goes from being obsessed with body image to now saying that food is the solution do you remember seeing that meme it showed parts of a skinny woman and then different types of snacks and at the bottom it showed the girl in glasses hugging all her food uh-huh. Oh, works, yeah. That, that works like, for me. Like, do you want hip bones or ice cream? The gap between your thighs or pizza? And then the, the response to it was a, a woman flipping off the camera and hugging all those food products. Fuck uh-huh. yes. Fuck yes. So the next one is um, the first episode with Makoto when she's playing the game and loses and the um the caption goes i hate i hate men well and her thing is truth okay first things first that was blown completely out of proportion she was pissed off about what happened that's all it was and it looks well, like yeah because she's playing she sailor she's in v arcade, in the right? video game mm-hmm. yeah she she looks like she's more pissed off about the game she's playing or maybe she some is, and I don't remember the. I don't remember this quote. I don't like remember that. this quote being "I hate, I hate men." Mm. So I don't know what version of sub she's watching. Well, it's not the Hong Kong so, sub, so no, because the grammar is so mostly correct. This is ADV um, dub. That's what you. That's what you see. But the whole thing is, what does? So hating men, it taught like this taught you how to be a woman. Um, the next one is Usagi running for school. It's the third time this week I'm going to be late for school, and her comment is punctuality is a virtue, as if it's okay for women to be late. Okay, you know what it is? It looks like she's using fan subs and ADV um, rips. That's what she's using. So I could I could tell by the the style of the fonts. So the next one is Ray <laughs> yelling. I wasn't yelling, and her thing is you don't tell me when I'm yelling. I tell you when I'm yelling. We've all we're all guilty of that shit. That yeah. Mm-hmm. The next one is um, Usagi. How dare you talk to a princess like that? And her thing is, you better recognize when you are speaking to me. The implied after comment is... The implied after comment is basically all about, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman and I have attitude and you better recognize when I'm talking. Okay. 
So um, the next one is uh, the Naru uh, Nephrite episode where she's tying the bandage on his arm after he saves her life. And she goes, see, sometimes we lie with kind intentions too. And her thing is, sometimes white lies are necessary. Uh, okay, I can, I, I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, then the next one is Usagi with hearts in her eyes. Doki and doki. her thing goes, sometimes your heart goes pitter-patter and you look like a psychopath. Doki doki. Yandere. Not even close. Well... <clears throat> And the next one is the next one is Usagi crying and Naru trying to calm her down and she just smiles as if she was faking. And her line is sometimes you get the feels. Either that or Usagi is bipolar. Um then this is an episode where um Mamaru breaks up with Usagi and she goes, "Can't you hear what I'm saying? I don't want to be together." Or he goes, "Can't you hear what I'm saying? I don't want to be together with you anymore." Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Ari. Yeah. Given what Usagi and company have gone through from the beginning of Sailor Moon to the end of Sailor Stars, you bet your ass each and every single one of them will be needing therapy for the next 5 years. Mm-hmm. Five and years, that's one, it. Five years, and one of them will be locked up because nobody's going to believe what they're saying and one's going to go off the deep end. Carry on. Yeah, so quite her frankly, comment... the, the gift that she picked out for this, she, she doesn't really have the appropriate facial expression for, oh, the love of my life is fucking kicking me to the curb. She looks a little too happy. Because she was trying to be positive about the whole thing, thinking, you know, something's not right, you know? Thinking he was joking. Yes. And not understanding why he uh, was breaking up with her. But um, her thing is breakups are often necessary. Smile does look a little Stepford-esque, though. The next one is <laughs> Sagi basically saying, so just forget about him completely, okay? And her thing is, I don't need no stupid boy ruining my life. I don't need no stupid boy. Yep. Hang on. I got blood pouring out of my nose. Yeah. And oh, then I think this, this is the last one because I don't think. No. Okay. This 20 person, does work. This is so 19. Um, what? 19 is that episode where um, all the boys end up going crazy. And uh, it goes, what's worse than old men who are envious of youth and popularity? And her thing is, there is nothing worse. As if, like, every issue with drama is about guys. And then the last one is one of the episodes where um, Usaki ends up getting drunk accidentally. And the comment, the uh, subtitle goes, oh, if you forget the whipped cream, you're no good as a woman, yeah. And her thing is, never forget the whipped cream. Are you sure that clip's not from the Abridged series? It's not from the Abridged series. No, she goes to a party early on in the series. Oh, yeah, and, I remember um, that. So... And, and accidentally gets drunk because she doesn't realize what she, that she's drinking champagne. So, yeah, um, so all of that is 20 things about being a woman that Sailor Moon taught her. And, and again, I don't know if she was 
being serious about that, purposely being sarcastic about some of it, or just stoned out of her mind when she wrote it. I'm voting stoned. And the fact of the matter is, she enraged our residential grammar demon. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's just like, I, I read that and I'm like, okay, and thinking that it's going to be serious with what she first initially wrote, and then reading all the stuff that she, just what she picked to be the 20 things. And I'm like, I can think of so much other crap in that series that truly shows you how to be a true woman and how to be a true friend and how to get through life. And almost none of that was chosen. So, yeah. Hey, if you, if you want to go ahead and write your counter, I ain't going to stop you. You already know you have carte blanche. So. No, I'm not. No, I'm just I, I, I'm just putting it out there that I I have no idea where she was going with it. Actually, I think if you wrote that, I would probably find you at the author's house. And you'd be choking her out. Um. Yeah, oh, sure. We can, we, yeah, we can do a Jay and Silent Bob type thing with that. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Rachel has a good theory. She's batshit insane. All of, uh, I, I, I got no problem with that. I, I kind of agree with that. Act Def goes, some are good, some are funny, some are terribly bad, and by some, most. Oh, and that was from Sailor Moon S, the episode where she got drunk. Lightweight. Mm, oh, relax, you're all teenagers, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And Active goes, Mako and Silent Ranma. <laughs> no, so... actually, if anybody's going to be the Silent, Bar uh, Silent Bob half of this duo, it would be me. Yeah, it, it's, it's Ranma and Silent Mako. <laughs> Do I get to be Dante? Uh, sure. You're not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Okay. Let's continue. It's uh, late. Ari, you're up, girl. <laughs> Wait, what? You're up, bro. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Nothing. Don't okay, don't let's... don't make me reach the reach the series of tubes and choke you with it. Hey, shut up! I just. Drank a bottle of vodka. Lush. I'm allowed to giggle. Lush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. Yep, yep. All right, then. <coughs> Pardon me. Hairball. The Attack on Titan author expresses fears through popular boys' manga. At first glance, Hajime Isayama seems it's an unlikely author for a comic book that begins with a monster gobbling up the main character's mother. Giant sensitive, he has a look of a quote-unquote herbivore. Japanese term for mild-tempered men who, who shun relationships with women and lack ambition. No idea how that... Ah, never mind. But he also writes the boys' manga Attack on Titan, which depicts a world that is over that is an over-the-top Darwinian jungle. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. 
Yeah, I'm on episode three. I'm going to con continue watching after this. I'm on episode uh, 14. What the fuck? I need, I need to watch the whole thing. Yes, yes, you do. The ongoing series debuted in 2009 in the pages of Kisatsu Shona magazine published by Kodansha Limited. As of July, the series, 10 books have sold a total of 22 million copies. An anime adaptation series started this past April, and the movie is also in the works for next year as the Ooh. franchise grows at a furious pace. Isayama, 26, grew up in Hita, Uita Prefecture, which is still, which sits in a plain surrounded by mountains. Growing up, he constantly lost matches at kids' sumo tournaments. I recognize I was inferior, he said. He longed to escape someplace where the sky was bigger than a narrow view from his hometown. In high school, Isayama became began submitting manga to publishers. I adored the str strong, and I had this underlying desire to change my physique. An incident that occurred soon after his move to Tokyo served as inspiration for the manga. He was working a night job for an internet cafe when a customer suddenly grabbed him by the collar. I felt the fear of meeting a person I can't communicate with. He projects that terror and discomfort through the Titans. In a town called Titan, people live in high... Inside high protective walls, when enormous titans rise above the walls, the young people risk their lives in the fight against the threat. While the series has been criticized for its barbarity, sheesh, that's one way to, that's putting it lightly, the depiction of people engaging in hand-to-hand -hand combat seems to resound with today's youths who want to break out of the hopelessness they feel in, in their lives. The violent images are clear, clear, no, clearly an escape for, as well for Isayama, who pulls all-nighter several times each month for writing sessions. Producing a popular manga series that ha seems to have turned him into one, into one adult. But turned the discussion to manga and martial arts, and his eyes still sparkle like a little boy's. Mm. So, somehow the like, getting, mu like, ne getting nearly mugged by a guy who didn't want to leave an internet cafe was the inspiration for the behemoth he's he's standing behind in the image on the page, well, we, and uh, things just kind of snowballed from there, huh? Yeah, I mean, Ari, I, when you think about it, when you write your your fan fiction, so don't you like draw a lot of your characters and plots from your own personal experiences as well? Yeah, a lot of people do it. It's yeah. called author appeal or a uh, or a creator thumbprint. Oh well, yeah, I, it works. I mean. Here's something, um, you know, from Super Mario Brothers 3. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, uh, the Chomp Chomp, that was inspired by a dog in his neighborhood that was always on a chain outside his, his house or something like that. And it would run, to, and it would run to, the, to the fence and get snagged by the end of the chain. Yeah. Of course, in 3, if you just stare at it for about 150 ticks of the clock, it pops off its chain and lunges at you. Hmm. I guess that was also his fear that the chain would break someday, I guess. <clears throat> kind of understandable. All right. So, yeah, draw. Another way of saying that was his inspiration for Attack on Titan, being a manhandled like that. I gotta say, that's some serious inspiration. I mean, Ari, I'm telling you, if you can this week, watch the first two episodes. Your eyes are just gonna just go wide and be like, "The fuck is this?" I gotta find them. That's that's all my problem. Um, that's all I gotta do. I I will send you the link to that later. Cool. Yeah, I'm actually not 
using the same uh, subtitler as you are. So, uh, uh, I'm using that one because that's that's the one I found first. I had most of them up the first time around. So, mm. and of course, every of course, even with all that, everyone is getting behind the, that opening theme and that opening, and they've they've taken their uh, their own unique spins on it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like I think I broke Mario when I showed him Attack on Vocaloid. <laughs> that broke him. But I tell you, I'm still what, waiting on the Attack on Titan Towers. Damn it! Then you'll have to make one. But I tell you what, my my two favorites are Attack on Galaxia and Attack on Ramsey. Those are my two personal favorites. <laughs> <laughs> but Attack on Hill is is, a, is one hell of a, of a one hell of a runner up. And for those of you not. Like, scratch your heads. Attack on Hill as in King of the Hill. Yes. And there's an image of, of Hank Hill running around like that. He's holding spatulas and on his side of the tanks it says propane. <laughs> and, of course, the Titans are... One of the Titans is fucking Bill. Well, two of the Titans are his friends. Uh, yeah, Bill and Dale and... Uh, yeah. Ooh, it's on Xbox Live. I'll go check that out. Oh, what? Attack on Titan? I just saw a link for it in the chat. Oh, yeah, it's probably because of Crunchyroll or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's probably to like uh, rent or rent the episodes or something like that. So standard def or high def? Huh. Oh yeah, you buy. Yeah, you can yeah. buy them individually. Oh, buy a season pass for a uh, twenty-eight hundred MS points. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Okay. Um. Okay, shall we continue? Yep, Seeing as how it's after eleven already. Yeah, we'll make sure. this brief. Okay. Let me let me cue let me cue the music. Is Pacific Rim a retelling of Japanese anime Neon Genesis Evangelion? Uh, it, it, what? Yes. While there are strong similarities between the two Mecha versus Monster Tales, Guillermo del Toro's stunning visual roller coaster goes in its own direction. Okay. The scene, Tokyo lies in ruins, a child is alone in a wreckage, and is terrified as a colossal monster approaches. The creature's on unstoppable rampage, and the kid's fate looks sealed, until a savior steps in at the last moment. Fast forward, the kid is introduced to an inter-military program that builds gigantic robots to fight marauding alien monsters, but the machines will be piled with people with special neurological abilities. Naturally, the kid has this power, and has chosen to mount humanity's last offense against the invasion. If you saw Pacific Rim over the weekend, you know the story. But it feels very familiar if you've also seen Ava, the blockbuster anime series that redefined giant robot sci-fi genre in Japan. What does GDT, Guillermo del Toro's budget sci-fi stuff, owe to that franchise? Okay. Now, a lot of people I know that saw um, Pacific Rim, maybe one of them said it's so much like Ava. I kept hearing Pat Labor and Gundam. Which it kind of made sense to me. Now, there's... is there a part in the movie where the where you can tell the budget fucking dropped off and GDT flipped his shit and got super depressed? I don't think so. Nope. Then it's not like Ava. Also, the main hero. <laughs> also, also, the main hero is not a bitch. <laughs> now, I oh yeah, there's that too. I came across this one uh, screen cap. I have no idea if it's legit or not, but I think it is, given what he has said 
in different um, interviews and so forth. And I'll paste it in there. As ActDef says, Pacific Rim has some influences from Ava, but it's not a total influence. And Guerrero Del Toro... That he wrote and that he wrote Pacific Rim after he like he wrote Pacific Rim first, then saw Ava. Yeah. Yeah. During there was an interview where uh, he basically said that he hadn't even watched it yet, and then the person that did the screenplay yeah. said that. Um, he watched a couple of episodes after he had written the first, the first edit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not. It, I mean, there's so many things that are similar in the Japanese thing. It's not supposed to be something that's. Oh my God! It's Ava. It's supposed to be an homage to the monster flicks mm-hmm. like Godzilla. Kaiju stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be, and. They brought in the mecha, bringing in that theme as well. So, yeah, it's going to have a lot of similarities to a lot of the different mecha versus monster or mecha versus mecha or monster versus monster. It's going to have a lot of mesh with that because that's what they were going for. Not necessarily specifically a, like, one anime over another. Now, like I said, this screenshot I posted... I'm going to assume that it's correct. This is legit. If not, you can always drop us a mail and let us know. He goes on to saying, I'll happily admit to any influence like Pat Labor or Tetsujin 28 or many other mecha pilot anime or manga from a long genealogy. I was born in 64 and thus privy to most of the evolution of mecha and kaiju genres. However, Evangelion remains something I am, I am yet to watch. I enthusiastically bought some of the figures based on the design and hope to see the anime soon. But the answer remains so far, no. Thank you to everyone who posted a question. I enjoyed it and hope you did too. Actually, I think that is legit because one of the the other um, articles that I was reading based on this was him basically saying that a lot of stuff influenced him, but he had not seen Ava yet. In other words, another way of looking at it is, Oh, so you're inspired by Japanese animation when you created your movie, you created your uh, I your thing. Welcome to like, also known as a cartoonist in the middle two thousands. Well, you know, things like Avatar, Code Lyoko, Megas. Uh, well, I, I tell you what, there was another person who saw this movie and was absolutely floored by it. Hideo Kojima. He tweeted, and someone translated his tweet, and goes, I have never imagined that I would be fortunate enough to see a film like this in my life. The emotional rush I had inside me when I, was the same kind I had when I felt the outer space via 2001 A Space Odyssey and when I touched the dinosaur in Jurassic Park. Animation, special effects movies, and shows that I loved in my childhood days, they all truly exist on the screen. Director Del Toro offers a spectacular vision of massive kaijus and robots in Pacific Rim. This film is simply not a film to be respected, but most importantly, let us dream of the future of entertainment movies. Pacific Rim is the ultimate otaku film that has us all been waiting for. Who are you if you're a Japanese and won't watch this? I hope you would accept the inspirational love letter that had traveled across the Pacific written by director Guillermo del Toro. Kojima put his seal of approval on it. You can't get anything better than that if you ask me. Marco? Ari? Yeah, you mean, 
I'd be fucking blown away too if Hideo Kojima said, "This shit's good." Mm-hmm. I say we need to go and watch it. Yes. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. That does sound like a good idea. But have you used your uh, no, movie have. passes yet? No, I have not. Idea. Okay. That light bulb going like flickering on yet? Yeah. yeah. All right. Until we get that together, let's go in, take our last break, and wrap this son bitch up. Sounds gotcha. good to me. We'll be back.
Okay. That's coming along pretty well. You know, I don't have to adjust the volume on that, so we're good. So we just wrapped up yet another long-winded podcast. It's starting to become a tradition here. I don't think Rob should have said that we have carte blanche from 9.30 to whenever. <laughs> but then again, when we go on our rants, watch out. Yeah. By the way, Mako, did you see um, the, uh, the, the Penny and Stocking uh, artwork of the main six? Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, doesn't DJ AJ fit Applejack perfectly? Yep. I really wanted to tag people in that. I mean, like, who... who I, I, I value my testicles, so... <laughs> I just rather tag people and say, check this out. <laughs> All right, so thanks for listening tonight. Um, if you like what you heard, tell a friend, they enter or tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We do this for free. We're independent bloggers. We tell you how it is straight up. So if you have any ideas, questions, hate mail, whatever, send it to podcast at animejamsession.com. That's P O D C A S T podcast at animejamsession.com we'll gladly read your mail on the air so let's get down to the nitty gritty here if you like the website um, visit it if you haven't been to it yet it's animejamsession.com um, we have our latest article up about uh, cosplay and I believe it's a cosplay interview um, with Sharkman and last week's podcast went up The pro- that little app I used to the kick up the podcasts aren't doing it so I have to manually post them every week that's going to be a bitch but I'll deal with it so if you had trouble getting to our podcast through because our site might be blocked or something that, like that there's more than one way to skin a cat so you can definitely find us on Podcast Alley iTunes, Stitcher Miro, Double Twist and Xbox Music aka Microsoft Store if you give us a five-star review on any of these, we'll gladly read it on air because that's what we do with five-star reviews. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Right now, I am working on the PAX East videos, but I had to take a break due to school. I've been working on my final project. Six hours later, it's done, and then I had to reboot my machine. Hopefully, it'll recover everything. But... I'm not too worried because I have a final copy. I can just go in and make last-minute changes if I have to, so it'll work. Um, like I said, up on the site now is KatoriCon and MagFest videos, so check them out. Um, we also have our own YouTube pages. You can find me at youtube.com slash Mess. Ari's at Ari226682, and Mako-chan is at uh, Jupeluna. Don't forget to find us on Twitter, twitter.com. Um... Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. <coughs> Follow us there for the latest on articles, photos, videos, everything in regards to our website, conventions that we're going to, and so forth. That, that's what we do. Now, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, we're a little more crazed on our Twitters than we are on the podcast. So, you can find me at uh, Twitter.com slash Mess. Ari's at the Ari Man. Mako-chan's at Joe Videa. And no, she's not going to change her Twitter name. I, tr- I tried in the past. I don't have that type of money to bribe her with. What am I supposed to change it to? Mako-chan. It's taken. Mako- really? So, put Mako-chan and use the first three numbers uh, of your of your birthday. No. Or the very least, an underscore. No. Oh I'll- yeah, and then I have to deal with him going. <laughs> Take the underscore out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to give her shit for having the underscore. 
It's staying what it is, so it deal. Be, it could be the Mako-chan. It's staying what it is, so I know, deal. I know, I know. That's what we do when we're, deal when we're working with you. We deal. Yeah. <laughs> Check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. We're up to 2,481 likes and fans. I just got to say thank you. If it wasn't for y'all, we wouldn't be able to re really do this. As long as you keep liking the page, we'll continue to post all our cool stuff. Photos, videos, links, the whole nine yards. That's how we're going to roll. Um, you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash S. You can find Mako at facebook.com slash Mako Makochan Kino. And don't forget to listen to us on VOD Network, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, Encore Presentation, Thursdays at 1 p.m. And don't forget the VOD Network, which is the Voice of Geeks, is comprised of other awesome podcasts. So if you're so check out Pod Culture, 6 p.m. on Mondays, which is science fiction, and I do believe he's still doing He's still doing TARDIS Interruptus, isn't he? Until December. There you go. It's a review of all the, of all the doctors from Doctor Who. Uh, British Invaders, I believe it's 8 p.m. on Monday. British uh, pop culture and television. Critical Myth, I think it's Monday, Wednesday, Fridays at 7. And I also believe Saturdays at 12. They do movies, television, books, the whole gamut. Um, if you're into World of Warcraft, check out Girls Gone Wow at Wednesdays at 12 p.m. And Horde House, Wednesdays at 10. I think they're actually adding on more MMOs on Horde House, which is pretty cool. So definitely check those out if you're running into Warcraft. If you're into old school science fiction, pop culture, the way it used to be, it's Travis and Jess with Under Sedation Live, Saturday nights at 10. And then don't forget to check out the flagship programming of the Vogue Network, the Bobby Blackwood Show at 8, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9 p.m. on Sundays. It's the uh, cornerstone of the Vogue Network. Video gaming talk is how we go down. Uh, let's see. Is, I believe that's it. Uh, we ha we'll definitely be doing an episode next week. Uh, Mako-chan will be over because I'll be taking care of some stuff that I need her help with. So the studio is going to be a little bit more cramped and chaotic like, like it's normally been. So I have off next week, those, that Tuesday and Wednesday, so I might be able to make it up there too. Oh God! I don't know if I if I can handle all of this shit. <laughs> oh, God. Like I said, if, if it's not cool with you, I won't. But you know, well, I w if it was the old place, I would have said yes, and we could have did this shit in the living room. But somebody might be sleeping in their car. That's how small my place is. Seriously. Mm. Um. Okay. Last words, Mako-chan. I want my phone cover, and I want it now. I also want another drink and to watch more Attack on Titan. Mm. Ari. <clears throat> my 3DS is almost dead, so I gotta charge that. Plus, I just got three new uh, Street Pass games on it. Mm. There's a, like a space... A, a 3D shooter, a uh, like a wrist style game, and a flower growing simulator, and a like a like a truck through a monster through a haunted house. I haven't gotten to play them all yet. Oh, okay. I got I got the update, but I'm not too sure if I'm gonna buy those games. Uh, my last thought: I have frozen Kit Kat minis in the freezer with uh, cappuccino ice cream and sprinkles. I think I know what I'm doing after this. Going to bed. 
No, I'm actually going to um, I'm actually going to um, watch a little TV and fine tune uh, my my lab dance project due um, tomorrow. Have fun with that. I will. All right, so that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting independent podcasters. That's how we roll. Uh, we will definitely see you here. Same VOG time, same VOG channel. So- same VOG sanity. <laughs> wait, wait. Sanity? What's sanity? Exactly. exactly. Oh, you. Okay, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Thanks for listening. See you next week. I'm out of here. We out, bitches. Night. Say good night, Ari. Good night, Ari. <laughs> Gotta change your word. Executive producer Vince Russo. about the show. See you next time.